welcome to my podcast. This is a podcast where I'll be teaching you all the systems and strategies you need in creating your visibility, so you can turn your passion for coaching into a profitable business. I'm your host Michelle Quay. I am a visibility coach, content and email marketing strategist, international speaker, and author, as well as the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. That just say that I know a few things about overcoming seemingly impossible obstacles in life and in business. I'm on a mission to be the champion that helps you to get to the top of your mountain one courageous step at a time. Welcome to the show. All right, so excited because we're talking about five mistakes that I see a lot of coaches are making in terms of marketing, and I bet that somewhere you're probably making one of these five mistakes. This is really where everything started. Five mistakes that coaches are making in marketing, and like I said, you probably have made at least one of these five mistakes, and which is why your business isn't really growing as fast as you wanted to. But don't worry, I'm here to help. So I'm going to show you how to avoid these five mistakes and starting to see real results in your coaching business. All right, five mistakes that a lot of coaches are making in marketing. Let's go through them rather slowly but quickly. <laughs> the first big mistake that I see a lot of coaches are making is that you do not see yourself as a Hollywood brand. And I say this because a lot of coaches I work with, they're saying, "Well, Michelle, but I'm not trying to be in the Hollywood." Yes, I totally get that. I totally get the fact that you don't want to be a Hollywood brand, and you are nowhere. Wanting the celebrity fame and all the excitement that you see with the Hollywood brand, but this is a mindset. It's step number one that you need to overcome, right? Start seeing and treating yourself like a superstar. If you are not seeing yourself as a superstar, how likely is it for others to see you? As someone who is expert in the area, so perhaps you've been thinking that, well, I'm not really into that glamorous and that fame, and I don't really need to be all out there and being visible. And this is the number one reason why you're stuck. You're feeling that you're not getting any clients because you're kind of just blending in instead of standing apart. From your competitor, from this huge coaching industry, you're not seeing yourself as a Hollywood brand. So, how do I fix this? Remember that authenticity is your key, right? This is like a really important tagline. Building yourself like a Gucci. I like to say Chanel. <laughs> so, every one of us attract to a different brand for different reason, right? So, the brand that really attract me is Chanel. So, I always use. Build yourself like a Chanel. So you got to treat yourself and start seeing yourself like a Chanel. And so, how do we fix this? Authenticity is really the key of how you position yourself and market yourself in your coaching business. So you have to start. That's a little mindset that you need to work on is by seeing yourself as the expert in your field and start talking about your coaching business. Right? It's not about promoting. It's about 
sharing your passion and it's just a little tweak of reframe. And I know you're capable of doing this because you've been doing this your whole entire lifetime. A couple of weeks ago, I took a survey within my community where I asked a lot of my members inside my community. I said, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how much of your personal journey had influenced and impacted your journey to become a coach? And all of you, almost all of you said 10. All right. So that means that for the last I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, you've been doing this mindset work for a very, very long time. If you are not the expert, who is the expert? So you got to start seeing yourself as the expert. Branding is really important. Yes, it's absolutely, it's the number one step. It's like first impression, right? But I like to use the analogy of dating. So if you go out to date, right, what is the first thing that you kind of judge people on based on their look? Does this person look legit? Is this person safe? Like, does he look like a criminal, right? I'm a little exaggerating, but you get that first impression and your business is about creating that first impression on people so that they want to sit down and actually consume more of your content. So create that first impression is really important. So that first mistake that summarized, you don't see yourself as a Hollywood brand. You don't see yourself as a superstar. So start seeing yourself as a superstar. That would be number one mindset change that you would have to make. Number two mistake, you don't give enough time to collect information. And I see this so often, and I have done this mistake. I have created this massive mistake. I learned from these mistakes. So all these five mistakes I'm sharing with you, I have done them. I have tested them. I have failed at them. But this is why I'm sharing my experience with you so that you can avoid those mistakes. So number two mistake is that you don't give enough time to actually collect information. The first couple of times when I first offer a workshop, I offered it one time and nobody showed up and I thought, oh, it didn't work. So I wrap it up, change it to something else. Marketing is not just an overnight success. It actually takes time to repeat the process, seeing what worked well and what needs to be improved so that the next time you offer it again, you would have a better way, a better strategy or better plan to actually see the insights that you gain from that first try. And how do I turn that into something that's more valuable or information that I can use for the second time or turn it into a strategy that I can use for the second time? So how do you fix this? You got to focus on establishing some type of consistent plan. So So whether you are offering a workshop for the first time, then offer it for the first time, knowing that the first time you offer it, you may not be very successful, but take that information and turn it into a learning process. What are you going to learn from that first experience? There's going to be a lot of insights, what worked well and what needs to be improved. And this is a process I go through every single time when I offer something new, whether it's my program, my masterclass, or anything that I am offering, I would test it out, see what information comes out of it, and then use that information so that I can run it again, repeat the process so that I can be successful in terms of using those information, turning into strategy and planning. So mistake number two is you're not giving it enough time to collect the information that you need so that you can improve in your program, in your process, and in your strategy. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three is that your messages is scattered 
your audience is completely confused, right? And this is probably very common. A lot of coaches I spoke to struggle with the messaging. If you're trying to appeal to everyone, you end up having appeal to no one. The selling proposition for a lot of coaches who talk about the riches is in the niches, right? So they want you to niche down so that your message doesn't appear to be scattered. Now, before you do that, though, it's really important to streamline your messaging. Let's say you're not clear about what is it that you're offering or who are you offering to. When you design a program, when you design having a one-on-one coaching, you kind of wanted to know like who can benefit the most from my one-on-one offering so that they can actually walk away with their life transformational journey, right? So if you don't know who you're offering to and you're offering to everyone, that's where your messaging start to feel a little scattered. So how do you actually overcome this and how do you fix this? One of the things I always encourage my students to do is not push them to niche down. And the reason why I don't push people to niche down is because a lot of you are on a very early journey and you may not have any information at all in terms of what is the pain and struggles that your audience is experiencing. And when you narrow it down too much, you're not giving yourself the room to collect the information that you need from the audience that you're serving. And what do I mean by that? So a lot of time when you see the method of niching down is you do market research. But when you do market research, you are really identifying a very specific audience. And chances are you don't have a large audience. So let's say you have 200 people in your audience and you're trying to niche down from those 200 people. And perhaps only 1% of these 200 people actually fit into your criteria or your description. So with that 2%, you're basing on your niche from that very small, tiny audience that you have done your research on. So chances are you have 200 people and you narrow it down to maybe you interview 20 people who share different things with you. And chances are these 20 people are coaches who share the same language with you and who understand the higher level of consciousness. So the language and the words that we use is very basic on coaches' experience rather than the general public experiences. And so this is why I don't push my students, especially in the beginning of their journey, to niche down right away because what your focus should be and your season of your coaching business should be is to grow that audience as much as you could so that you have a larger pool when you do the market research. So let's say you grow your audience to 2,000 people or 3,000 people. Then from that 3,000 people or 2,000 people, you can pull information from those populations. So maybe you get 20, 30, 50 people, you interview them and you get what they are struggling with. Then you design your program based on what they're struggling with. And that would actually validate not only your program, but it will give you so much clarity in terms of your messaging. So the way I like to do it is I encourage people to do a core messaging identification process. So what do you do with a core message? Why do you need to identify your core message? Your core message is actually the big idea that you want to share with the world. Does your life coaching business attract the right clients to you? 
You're finding yourself stuck and not sure where to begin, how to start in order to attract and connect with your dream clients. This idea of posting on social media about your coaching business is just so overwhelming that you find yourself getting all caught up in questioning what type of content should I post? What do I need to say in order to get them to stop the score and get more clients? Imagine you can write, speak, create any messages that resonate with your potential dream client without sacrificing your uniqueness. Having the flow of with your words, the language that you use that makes yourself memorable to your audience who will naturally be drawn to you. And at the end of the day, creating a marketing style that attracts your dream client who feels aligned so that you can build stronger bonds, happier clients, and closing more leads. I completely understand and that is why I created this simple guide to start a conversation that would inspire people to take action and transform the way that you market your coaching business all in five simple easy to follow steps. So head over to coremessage.attractclientthroughstorytelling.com today to grab your copy. It is time to claim your uniqueness, my friend. So what is that big idea that you want to share with the world? And some of you who's in my community, I also asked you this question in the past. What is your big idea that you would love to share with the world? And that will capture the emotional core message that who you stand for, what are you stand for, and why, right? I think everything begins with why. Your core message will basically, it's not just about what you do, but it's about why you're doing it. And your typical marketing message, it's more from an outside-in approach, whereas your core message is all from the inside-out approach, where it focuses on why you do what you do, which is a lot more powerful when you share that message with your audience that even without a niche, you would be able to gather people, motivate them, and actually inspire them to start taking action because you're starting from an inside-out approach rather than an outside-in approach. Okay, mistake number three, your message is scattered and your audience is confused. Mistake number four is that you spend too much time trying to figure out by trial and error. And earlier I had talked about when you create something, you wanted to do test it out, right? You test it out so that you know what went well and what can be better. And at some point, you're going to test it out and you gather information so that you can be better next time. But if you don't have the right strategies, you end up spending a lot of time trying to figure things out. And so if you've been having a coaching business for the last year or two, and you still not seeing any results to scale your coaching business, then you might want to think about actually working with someone. Okay, because then you're spending so much time trying to figure out what's not working. And a lot of time it has to do with the little tweak. Maybe it's the funnel that you created. Maybe you don't have a email list that you can sell to your audience directly. Maybe there's just some minor fix that you haven't been able to see it. And a lot of time, you know, for me as well, I work with my mentor coach because a lot of things that I may not realize and I got blindsided by the things I'm so focusing on, I don't really see the other side of what the possibility would be. So instead of trying to figure out like on your own, 
the easy fix would be to focus on researching and learning from others in that field who have already implemented these proven strategies. Okay, so far we talked about the first one is you don't see yourself as a Hollywood brand. Number two is you don't give enough time to collect the information that you want in marketing, right? Maybe you throw something out and then you just stop using it right away. Your message is scattered, which is number three, and your audience is completely confused. Well, they're confused because you're confused. Number four mistake is that you spend so much time trying to figure things out by trial and error, and you're using a strategy that really just doesn't work. If it's not working, ask for help. Mistake number five is you narrow down your niche too quickly. And this is something that we covered a little bit earlier, right? You narrow down your niche too quickly without finding out what your audience wants. And this is a common mistake I see people, especially beginning of the journey, these coaches are making right off the start. It's great that you're narrowing down your niche. It's a must. It helps with your messaging. It helps to target your future marketing campaign, everything that you do in your business. But when you narrow it down too quickly, like I said, you're not taking enough sample from the population that's needed in order to have a better assessment of exactly what is my audience struggling. Like even until this day, I still do marketing research to understand what my audience wants and what is it that they need and how can I make more impact? And I do that by having a broad audience. I started off with a broad audience. I have men, I have women, I have people from speaker world, I have people from the book authors, and I have people from the coaching industry. I have all these different audience. And from that audience, I'm going to ask a lot of questions to narrow down and find my niche in order to serve them better. So you want to start with a larger population and larger audience, then slowly narrow it down to define your niche. Most people, when you go to medical school, (laughs) a lot of people use the analogy of going to doctors, right? And I have background in healthcare, so I know exactly how this works. When you go to medical school, medical school doesn't teach you to be a podiatrist or a pediatrician right away. They teach you the general concept so that you can learn the principle, the general concept, and then you slowly niche down to become a pediatrician or podiatrist or, I don't know, liver transplant for that matter. So you don't start out with being a specialist. You start out as being a generalist because there's a lot of background information that you need to learn before you can niche down to identify what is it that and where can you make the most impact. And so when you apply this in your coaching business, it's the same idea. You don't just go to and ask, interview five people and then just you know, call it a day. Here it is. Here's my niche. I'm all good. And I think I can charge high ticket coaching package now. It doesn't work that way. And this is where a lot of people, when they niche down too early, they come back and they say, well, I didn't really resonate with that. And then so you find yourself needing to rebrand, needing to re-messaging, and you need to realign in your whole entire coaching business. So start with general, but have a target focus. Focus on your core message, 
not so much about what you do, not the outside-in approach, but more inside-out approach, okay? So while it's good to narrow down your niche, but too quickly, you are at risk of not understanding exactly what your audience needs and wants. So how do we fix this? You need to take time to survey your audience and ask for feedback. Ask a lot of feedback. Every time you conduct a workshop, every time you do a webinar, you always want to have a lot of feedbacks and let people tell you exactly what is it that they need and pay attention to what people are telling you based on the feedback that you are receiving and start working from that inside out approach. And these are the mistakes that I see so many coaches are making, especially in the early stages of their coaching business. So to summarize all these five biggest mistakes, number one is you do not see yourself as a Hollywood brand. Number two, you do not give things enough time to collect information. Number three is your message is scattered and your audience is confused. And number four is that you spend so much time trying to figure things out rather than having a system. And number five is you narrow down your niche too quickly and you're forcing yourself to wanting to narrow it down too quickly. And when you're forcing yourself to having the need to narrow a niche down, it creates resistance. It creates a lot of, this is not fun. Marketing is not fun. And let me tell you, marketing is fun and it can be fun. And when you find your own way of creating marketing, writing messages or creating copies that connect between you and your audience, the world is just like a total game changer. It's like my air fryer that I found the other day. It's like a total game changer for you. Marketing can be fun and don't force yourself having the need to follow a specific strategies or steps, you got to find your own way. And how do you find your own way? You find your own way by starting with the core message. What is your why? Why do you do what you do? And why are you so passionate about this? Share that message with people and then get those feedback as you progress. Okay, say my big one is number one, right? And I totally get it. There's a lot of us who's heart-centered, who's introverted. Our mission and our goal of why we started our coaching business is not to so much to make money. Money is a bonus. Money is something that is going to come. Our mission and the reason why we started it is because we want to see that impact. We want to see that changes in other people's life. And when we are heart-centered and service-based mentality and mindset, Being out there and being this glamour brand like Gucci or Chanel, it just doesn't feel right, right? But here's a mindset shift that I want you to have in walking away from today is that you owe to your audience to step out of your comfort zone, be out there and share your message. You owe it to them to speak up, to be their voice, be the voice for the voiceless, in order to make an impact, in order to change life. You're not going to be able to change life if you remain silent, if you remain behind the scene, if you remain that, oh, I don't want to be out there and just talking about my business. You're not going to change anything if you remain that way. So that's the biggest mindset shift that I want you to have. Okay, so 
Let's summarize again. Five big mistakes and how to fix it. Okay. You don't see yourself as Hollywood brand. So starting today, you're going to talk about your coaching business, talk about your why. Why are you passionate about what you do? Mistake number two, you do not give it enough time to collect information. How do you fix it? You want it to test it out, analyze the data and feedback that you're getting from what you have done so that you can be better. Mistake number three, your message is scattered and your audience is confused. Identify your core message. What is your why? And use that inside out approach. And again, download that free offer that I'm giving away. It's a PDF with five steps, core message that attract client through storytelling.com. You can grab it, read through the exercise and go through that step-by-step process. Mistake number four is that you are giving it too much time just trying to figure things out. There's so many books, webinar, training, free offers that you can attend and go to and learning what strategies actually work. Or you can actually just start working with someone, right? Stop trying to figure things out on your own and you don't have to. Mistake number five is you narrow down your niche too quickly, right? You're pulling from samples of a small population and you haven't really understand what your audience wants and what is it that they need. So how do you fix it? You've got to take time to talk to everybody. Go out and talk to as many people as you can. I used to go into elevator and I talked to every single one and I used to practice my elevator pitch inside the elevator, literally. Anyone I can come around and come into, I would just start talking to them about life, about anything. And that really pushed me out of my comfort zone to put myself out there and talking about my business. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and found value from this episode, I would love for you to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform and leave me a rating and review. One thing I was struggling in my early years in business was finding the right people to connect with. It feels like I was on this entrepreneurial journey on my own. And sometimes we all just need friends who can share our dreams and hopes. Someone who can relate to what we're going through as we grow our business together. If you are a woman coach who is ready to grow your coaching business and looking for strategies to get seen, get heard, and get hired, I want to invite you to come and find me in our community on Facebook at Get Clients with Storytelling. This is a community of women coaches who want to grow a coaching business by creating engaging, visible, and authentic content with storytelling for their business to get more leads and attract more clients. I will see you at our next tea party.